Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression, and you can go down the line, you can go down the line. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Now, the master of common sense, take no prisoners in politics and game making. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio with Alpha. Here's Alpha.
our welcome. Welcome and good evening. Welcome to the Alpha Show here at TruthWorks Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. Um, just another week, it's 59 days until we get to try to put an end to this fascism. 59 days before we get a total fool, a complete idiot out of the White House. The polls look good, but then they look good in 2016. Nothing is to be taken for granted. We need all hands on deck. We need everybody coming to the polls with a purpose. Be it early, be it early mailing, or the same day vote. Donald Trump is going to seek to end the count of ballots that are not in due to post office delay that he himself has orchestrated. He'll say he hasn't done it. The jury will say he hasn't done it. And the Democratic Congress will hold their heads down in shame and look the other way. I contend right now that they should be in court to force the count of all mail-in ballots due to the sabotage of this president through the post office and DeJoy, who I believe should go to prison for some time. He has violated campaign contribution law with his employees donating to the Trump campaign. The employees have busted him out, and they are telling on DeJoy after receiving their campaign contribution back in bonuses. And then he committed perjury when he testified before Congress. He didn't give the order to slow the mail down, and he don't know who did, but he's the postmaster general. It is time to gear up these undemocratic ways. And the Republican Party, who is dead set on destroying our democracy. We need to hold the Republican Party accountable as a whole, as a group. They should not get away with their complicity in this. I can't understand why the Democrats aren't filling the airways up with campaign ads echoing the same. 
but then I guess I'm not getting paid to give the DNC and the DCCC guidance. The only ones with effective ads are Republicans, never Trumpers, the Lincoln Project. And now comes, what's the guy's name who was mayor of New York? Um, um, uh, <laughs> Bloomberg. Bloomberg is now saying he's going to spend a hundred million in Florida addressing the Hispanic community. Hell, if you need to spend a hundred million on the Hispanic community in Florida, something is wrong. Something is wrong. This man came down the escalator. And called you all drug dealers, thieves, crooks, rapists. And if you're still backing him, which I found out today, a close family member, their father was a Trumper or is a Trumper. So, needless to say, that's one place setting we don't need for Thanksgiving dinner. And needless to say that if it comes to that, what are Cuban-Americans thinking of? They didn't like Castro, but they liked Trump. What's the difference? What's the difference between Castro and Trump? I say there is no difference. I see my CEO is in the chat room. Janice Graham of our Common Ground can be heard Saturday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern at Blog Talk Radio, our Common Ground. And I see India Declare of the I Declare show. That can be heard Friday nights, 10 o'clock, Blog Talk Radio, the real, raw, and right now of the I Declare show. You must listen to both. To get the skinny on it, you have to really go ears up. And listen to what is being said. The Trump administration has panned its way into herd mentality, which is just another word for herd immunity. Herd immunity is where as many people get this virus and the strong live and the weak die off. You're looking at two to three million dead. You think 200,000 is stunning? Re-elect this fool and watch herd immunity take over. And three million people, Americans, die 
Two to three died with Ebola. And Donald Trump himself said Obama should resign. What were 200,000 dead? No one is calling on the living clown car to resign. And he wonders how come he can't get the topic switched. He gave a town hall. He literally had a town hall last night. And I must admit, they handed him his hat. The people, the question from the people, from everyday people. And one lady just told him, excuse me, don't cut me off. I, I wasn't finished with my question. And it was a lady of color, and you could see him steaming. He was steaming that he had been basically chastised because he wasn't in their control environment. So, therefore, he was unable to respond with his nasty. With this trifling. Janice, you're down there with the hurricane, healing to floor doors. Are you complaining, Janice? Five one six 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 nine five one six. Tell us about your ordeal down there with. What is that, Hurricane Sarah, Hurricane Susie? Which hurricane is this? Has to, it has to be a real ordeal down there with the wind and the flood and the water surges and just the whole nine yards, but... uh, If you want, Janice, you can give me a call and exercise your right to bring it to bring it down, to explain to me and to explain to us just how much the anguish of a hurricane of such magnitude. It seems that, um, who was that I heard? Someone said the hurricanes were lined up in the ocean, kind of like, kind of like a truck stop. Or kind of like airplanes waiting to land. And that can't be good. Literally cannot be good. So, 516-666-9516 is the number to reach me. 
if you have a horror story, a hurricane horror story, let me know. And um, it's also my understanding that um, there's storm surges as far west as Texas. I just I just can't I just can't get my head around it really. Really. It seems to be a fleeting thought. But I can't um I can't fault you. You are where you are. My prayers go out to you. And um, I just want to say my prayers are with you. 516, 516, welcome to TruthWorks Network. Thank you for calling the Alpha Show, where the truth must be spoken more than once. Hi, Alpha. It's Janice. Uh, Thanks for mentioning. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. As long as you're not not blown away. No, um, thank you for mentioning the victims of Hurricane Sally because there's so much flash flooding going on and people are having such damage um, to, to property. Uh, but the, the the hurricane is nowhere near me. It's up in the panhandle of Florida, and it went through the Gulf uh, the, the Gulf of Mexico, and that's on the western um, side of Florida, and I'm on the east side with the Atlantic Ocean. So I'm not um, I'm I'm we we have beautiful weather here. Uh, we did get some rain last week as some of those tropical uh, depressions were coming through, hitting the tip of Florida as it made its way. But this climate, I mean, people have to really understand that cl- we are in a climate crisis in this country. And I guess we could very well say that we're in in a in a boat in a, without a paddle because there really isn't any national plan and you can see it last year um if we if you think about hurricane maria that simply designate uh decimated the islands in the bahamas um then you understand and and you think about how it hit Cuba, uh, and Puerto Rico. Um, and people forget that Puerto Rico is below Cuba. It's um, not um, as close to the United States border as is Cuba. But uh, if you look at the wildfires in California from Washington State all the way down 
um, to uh, pass north, the northern borders of uh, California into some parts of Nevada, and and people are, I mean, I, I'm not understanding how this country um, purports itself to be the most powerful country in the world, and we are being neglectful. Um, I mean, we've 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 tripled the military budget, but have done nothing about protecting uh, the universe, uh, our universe, our immediate universe on on um, climate crisis. I mean, in addition to the wildfires in uh, on the west coast. Um, and the northern coast, people, if they're not losing property, there's certainly uh, there's a health crisis uh, from the, the 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 fires. So I, yes. I, I'm, you yes. know, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. In this, in this, you know, I've I've said it before. The uh, West Coast is burning. The dirty South is drowning. The East Coast is blowing away. What about a national emergency? Don't the Democrats understand? What about a national emergency? Joe Biden doesn't understand. What about a national emergency that people... Can't say, hey, he's wrong. He's wrong for unilaterally declaring a national emergency and passing the legislation that we need. You know, Donald Trump declared a national emergency to get to steal the money for his wall. And you mean to tell me we can't declare a national emergency? For climate change? Can I tell you about my, I mean, my wet dream is that uh, stormtroopers from the federal police and FBI just go in the White House and grab this guy out of here. That they take Pence and they take everybody that works in the White House and puts them in some kind of detention center and and we allow some reasonableness to, to happen in this government Of course he can But of course he won't And the people who are going to go on November 3rd And vote for him Are people who are so short-sighted So full of hate and evilness That they will allow themselves To continue to support him but but I was I was really I I looked at Lichman Andy Lichman's um, uh, analysis of where we are in regard to the presidential uh, race, and he is predicting that Donald Trump will lose this election, and that really gave me some optimism to the extent that I actually made some mashed potatoes. <laughs> 
for dinner. Hold on, 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 uh-uh, hold up, hold up. I've been telling you for three weeks that Donald Trump will not win this election. And you've been giving me that boogeyman, uh, everybody run for the hills scenario that he's going to steal it and we're doomed. And No, he, look, it's 2018. But, but one of the things you do have to realize that there are two things going on. One is that he has become more belligerent, more um, secure in violating the law. That's number one. He's a criminal. He's been running a criminal empire for many, many years. And even if he does not win, I am projecting... If he doesn't win, Nancy Pelosi on January 21st will be the President of the United States. Until the Republicans can vote her out. And they will be in court. They will be in court well into April. Well... Go back and remember what happened, how George W. Bush won Florida to be elected. Well, he didn't win Florida. He he lost vote-wise, and he just stopped the vote to count, and he did it yes. through the courts. And and yes. uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Um, what was the vice president's name who gave up? Gave in. Yeah, he just capitulated to the to the to the bullshit. <laughs> and and what's going to yeah. happen is there's going to be. But see, Donald Donald Trump is a master at this. He will be. I mean, this is a man who has cheated and stolen and been in court on bankruptcies and lied and cheated and cheated some more and lied some more. And he knows how to use the courts. Well, and they affect the courts. But that's the, the other argument. that's the other factor. That's that's another critical factor. So the arguments come um, through any court. I just now. said I just said from my discussion from you last week, uh Alpha, that I've moved up from believing that he's going to out and out steal the election to another level, and the other level is equal to a small pot of mashed potatoes. And that goes, hmm, I know. I can't tell on your pot of mashed potatoes. You you feeling potatoes. We we dumped the instance in. I mean, I I, I actually... I actually peeled three potatoes. <laughs> three? I actually put the parsley and the 
cream cheese, I mean the sour cream and the butter in it and made mashed potatoes. And I was saying to myself, I'm humming along because Andy Lichman has said that Donald Trump will lose. Now, he has predicted presidential elections for the last 18 years, and he's never been wrong. What's that other guy that you used to like, Alpha? What was that other guy's name that you used to listen to all his polls and stuff? He did all the polling. I can't think of his name, and we we don't need to take up airtime trying to think of his name. But there was a, 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 a progressive polar, and I can't think of his name. He, he Maybe India can remember his name, and he used to wear a little hat all the time. And he did the polls mm-hmm. for... Um, he did all of the polling for... Obama in his second campaign, and I can't think of his name. But anyway, uh, I'm not all so all of that in my optimism. But I, I saw a peak of of sunshine and decided that I would make um, something to go along with um, um, my dinner, which is sometimes, you know, when I cook, I'm not a real good cook. I'd rather call out, go out, whatever. Um, But since I've been retired, I've been trying to cook. And um, But sometimes I get to the second piece of the meal, and I don't feel like it, and it's been too many dishes and pots and pans and whatever, and it's making too much of a mess in the kitchen, and I stop. And and India is right. There have been more storms than alphabets to name them. Thank you, India, yeah. for that. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, but 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 the devastating part of this hurricane, Hurricane Sally, is that it was moving so slow that it's just flooding more than the normal. Uh, hurricane would But you know I went through that thing Last year uh, We were in Massachusetts For the summer And at the end of the summer For three days we thought Maria was going to be Coming di- a direct Hit Off the east coast And I, I, I live less than 10 minutes From the beach uh, I'm not in the evacuation path, but um, it would have come right over us, that Category 5. You know, so and, and what, we... And what, hmm? said that to you, tell me something. What would be wrong with de- declaring a national emergency? I don't think anything. I think it's. I, I think with the pandemic, with the economy and the um, unemployment numbers that we're seeing, uh, that and and the and the and the apparent uh, climate dilemma that we are in, there would be nothing wrong with that. 
I think that this country, I you know, I didn't watch the ABC town hall meeting last night. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying not to listen to or watch anything that Donald Trump does. Uh, I'm trying not mm-hmm. to listen to. I didn't catch 60 Minutes with uh, Bob Woodward um, on Sunday night. I'm trying not to do that to myself anymore. What what my goal is to send out uh 30 35 correspondences to friends and lists that I have to remind people to vote, to get their mail-in ballot in and to complete the census. That's what that's my project, that's my Janice Graham personal project uh, for the summer. And every day I'm sending out 35 either letters by USPS or email um, because I think that we've got to get people to the polls. You know, there are a lot of reasons that people don't go to vote. Something comes up, and it seems to have more priority and importance. But if you keep reminding people about what this this election, and I've been voting the first time I voted in my life was for, for president was uh, Hubert Humphrey. You remember him? <laughs> Oh, of course I remember Hubert Humphrey. Okay, yeah. So the first time I voted, it was for Hubert Humphrey for president. Um, and it's real easy. So I'm simply saying to people that if you live for a 100 years in this country, this election will be the most important one that you will will face. Well, I want to also speak about post-election day and post-Donald Trump era and the fact that this would be a great time for us to have a national holiday on election day. And well, it's the not going to happen this year. Election. It's not going to happen well, I this year. Well, we're, I, not I in, we're not in power. We're not, we're not yeah. in the White House. Yeah. We're not in the Senate. I understand that. This administration, this new administration that comes in, must a renew the Voting Rights Act. B declare the date. Even make it a. Um, a voting weekend, Friday holiday, Saturday and Sunday yeah. you can vote. But but you see, the thing is that I think that people, the most important thing is that people should be able to register and vote on the same day. Well, I'm not. You can't that. tell That's me so that we don't have sufficient data banks to be able to do that. The other is that. Just like here in Palm Beach County, once I get my ballot, my mail-in ballot, 
I can go to any polling place once they open it up and it's opened up for like two weeks and vote any day up until 7 o'clock at night. Well, that's early voting, isn't it? Yes. Okay, well, I got it. we've got it here. And it's for two weeks and early voting. But I think um, it should be national. It has to be federal. Because I agree. These state politicians who are trying to do favor for the sitting president are going to always manipulate it. Always manipulate it. Well, yeah, and, and, and see, it's time for progressives, Democrats, to give the right something to cry and whine and scream about and run to the courts about. It's no, it's, come on. Come on. These are sensible things. You know, like, I, I um, just just think there are just so many things that we have that we have to work on. We have to reconstitute. You know, like last Friday, Florida upheld its poll tax um, um, in um, the people voted to allow felons to ex felons to to vote, and all of the the Florida courts have upheld what the Florida legislature is doing uh, by adding the provision that um, ex-felons must first pay all of the restitution that they are owed, that they owe. So, and what's, what's uh, wrong with appealing it? What's wrong with well, appealing it? Well, they've already that appealed it, and all the Florida court, all the Florida courts have upheld. Um, they've upheld it. That's the problem. So, I don't know what you do. You know. Um, uh, about that and and we've got people you know like Barbara Lee now her thing is uh, repealing the president's license for endless war right now that's November 4th that's not right now we've got to do something around what's going on now the governor of Florida called um, called Florida God's waiting room and today he declared that he is not no longer participating in the federal unemployment um, claims program because Florida can't afford it. That's the kind of well, stuff that, I mean I'm not I'm not understanding if 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 Nancy Pelosi is holding having people be in Washington, why they there aren't hearings about Bill Barr, Louis DeJoy, and and ICE and uh, hysterectomies. I, I, I'm, I'm just not understanding why, and I'm, not, and I'm not talking about formal hearings. I'm talking about having the House 
sitting to discuss and and to and to expose all of these problems that's going on. I mean, I'm in agreement with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, my thing is, why why are they not in court now, demanding that the courts declare all ballots to be counted from a sabotaged post office? When you know that the postmaster general has lied, perjured himself, and he's under investigation for campaign contribution violations. Yeah. Why is there a sitting federal official under investigation? He should be I, I, I just don't I just don't understand it. And then on on the other end, why aren't they talking about how the aides to Secretary of State Pompeo defended the administration's rush sale of weapons to Gulf allies and denying that the president had fired the IG who was an investigator. Why aren't they they on the House floor talking about all of this stuff? So I'm just... Beside myself, I, I I I just I don't know where it's all going to end, Alvo. I don't, and I'm gonna get off of here so some somebody else can call, um, because I'm just I, I'm I'm literally um I'm literally exhausted from it. Um, I'm. I'm you know, um, on Saturday night I was going to have Lester Pence, I mean Lester, Dr. Lester Spence, um, uh, as a guest to talk about neoliberalism. And then I rethought that, and I had a conversation with him because I think that people really need to be focused on how our government, and that includes Congress, that's not just the Senate, it's also the House. Um, it's failing the American people. An Oklahoma State Trooper, he's talking to vigilantes out in the fires, in the midst of the fires, while firefighters are risking their lives. And he is talking to vigilantes about how you can kill people during the fires. Needless to say, he shouldn't be a trooper. No, and there's a video, there's audio, there's a video, but he was suspended rather than being fired. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and Bob Woodward, Woodard is off on his tour of selling his book, and he should have been... Condemned. I would never buy his book. I don't give a damn what's in the book because okay, he Jen, had a responsibility. He had a responsibility. No, he, he did not have a responsibility. And, and, and this is where I don't agree with you. He's Let a journalist. You 
He's a reporter. He wouldn't be the first reporter that Donald Trump called a liar. He wouldn't be the first reporter. But he's still calling him a liar. So what? Okay. Donald Trump had 18 sessions of interviews with this man. He produces a book, and he's still saying he's a liar, Alpha. He's got receipts, and he's got tapes. Now, in face of him calling him a liar, all he's got to do is play the tapes. He should have played the goddamn tapes in March. That's what I'm saying. And been dismissed as a as a left wing loon, a a, a a communist socialist, left wing agenda. Like Bob Woodward would never be labeled as such. He should have gone to the FBI with the tape. And the FBI was going to do what? Because this man, this man, this man needed to be charged with um, mal political malpractice. You forget he's the president. You can't charge him with anything. He could have. He could have gone. He he could have gone to the oversight committee. He should. He could have gone to the. The 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 uh, House Oversight Committee and did what? Impeach him again and let the Senate say no. Well, you know that would that would be better TV than what we've got. <laughs> I know. I mean, just listen to this conversation that we're having, Alpha. I'm looking at Dennis. I'm saying. I'm I mean, it's like surreal. You got a out of control, corrupt criminal president who's running around doing anything and everything, and it's not just lying because if you watch Rachel Maddow's uh, report tonight, when he was talking about that hurting, when he called, he said mentality, but that was the wrong word. (laughs) You know, he's an idiot anyway. It's being practiced. That's what Rachel's he's show right. was about. I told you, I told you a long time ago. He was on the side of the virus, and herd immunity is what he's looking to achieve. While he lies to the American people, and that should be a campaign ad, and that should be on the front burner of this campaign. He is looking to kill three million Americans. But but can I tell you if can I tell you from my experience in um more than 20 years at DOJ and at HUD if any federally funded organization yet the federal government Is that you? I think we've lost Janice. Her call is dropped. But uh, Janice, Janice and I are seeking the same thing. I think Bob Woodward would have been attacked from all sides. Not that he's not being attacked from all sides now, but at least he's got the president's voice on tape, and he's able to play it 
on a daily basis. This is the September surprise that supersedes the October surprise of uh, Bill Barr's uh, Durham investigation. If at any point and if at any time we get to that point where who are you going to believe? Trump's lying, the words you hear coming out of his mouth? Or are you going to believe Donald Trump? He has absolutely no legs to stand on. Bob Woodward has played this to a T the best he could. To me, Bob Woodward is no, I've never liked him in the first place, but he's no, um, he's no hero in all of this. He makes it. He makes it seem like we could have done a hell of a lot better. Now he's trying to upplay the virus when he just said he was trying to downplay the virus. So many times. He's literally turned his lie around and people accept it. His people who support him accept it. And I'm not above it. I'm not above referring to them. Their racism supersedes their logic. Their bigotry comes before fact. There should be a, how do I put it, there should be a consensus among well-minded Americans that what Republicans have done have been to contribute and enable the attack on our democracy. There should be committee to investigate all of this nonsense. You know, Donald Trump says there has to be retribution. You're damn right. And when you're out of office, there will be retribution against people like Bill Barr, Dora, Devin Nunes, Jim Jordan, all of the people who rode along to prop up this president. Should be tainted Russian misinformation. The Senate, the Ron Johnsons, all of those who took the Fourth of July trip to Moscow. Those who said and continue to repeat Soviet misinformation 
in the face of what we see and in the face of what we have. I'm a true believer in one thing. Now let's drag it all the way to the left. Let's make Republicans scream and howl and run to the courts and declare things like presidential total immunity and claim things like we don't have to show you a damn thing. At any point, there has to be a price paid. A big price paid for the level of corruption from the Secretary Ross and the census debacle to the Department of Education. We should be passing a bill that defunds any federal dollars private schools. And it should be basically a situation where let them run to the courts and keep them in courts with appeal after appeal. We must restore our democracy and restore our democracy in spades. We must take the slim majority in the Senate and the majority in the House and repeal H.R. 6407, the funding of pension and health care 75 years in advance in a 10-year window. We must repeal that. It takes away the argument they've been losing money for decades. It takes very little of an effort, of ideas, to set the right's hair on fire. Dump. Dump the filibuster so we can get stuff done. Because that's what it's going to take. Mitch McConnell will filibuster everything. Every single bill that comes from the House Mitch McConnell will filibuster it, every single one. And Democrats have to follow that line of war. Because that's all this is, is war. We cannot let this go unanswered. The mindless 
adventurism of a criminal. He should be investigated under the RICO Act. Everything he owns has to be taken away. Five one six 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 nine five one six. He has dismantled every department in the country. Every department in government and replaced it with an acting head. One he could fire. One that doesn't have to be voted on. And that's just the bottom line. Can't. He can't uh, come to us and say, well, we have the we have the right not to allow you oversight. And that's what he's done. He's neutered Congress. We're going to need help. And when I say help, once the smoke clears from this election and we take the House, the Senate, and the White House, All systems should be gold. We'll have four years to implement a rigorous pushback to fascism. And because this is what it is, it's fascism. Declare the Klan a terrorist organization. Declare most of these right-wing militias, a terrorist organization, and work from there. And every police officer that we find either a member of or sympathetic to, they should be outright fired and prosecuted. Sedition is not a one-way street. If you are a police officer and you're also a member of a right-wing militia or a member of the Klan, you should go to jail. Killing people of color It's not a sport. It's a crime. And that's how it should be treated. And like I said, erase the filibuster and listen to the Republicans scream. (laughs)
Exactly. Because that's what they will do. They will scream. And somehow they've been taken advantage of. Somehow we can do nothing. And that everyone is a socialist. And I think Bob Woodward has more on Trump that is going to affect his support for these silent Trumpers, these Trumpers who are afraid to speak out. And if we got enough time on our hands, Now they're saying that Trump's herd immunity will kill 6 million Americans. 6 million Americans. Now think about it. Just think about that. Six million Americans. Speculation, of course it is. But it has to be Reckon with it has to be treated with some type of urgency. And when you hear him yelling and screaming, socialism, 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 socialism. And this is one thing I wanted to ask um, Janice Guest from Saturday, Nina Turner. Janice wouldn't let me know we're near her. Because I have some questions. And my questions seem to be anchored in truth and fact. If you've got people hollering and screaming socialism, why not ask them about the socialism of the Department of Agriculture. You know, why not ask them about Amber Alerts? Why not ask them about Amtrak, public beaches? about public busing services? How about business subsidies? about the Census Bureau, the CIA, federal student loans, court system, dams, public defenders, disability insurance. Why not ask them about the Department of Energy, the EPA, farm subsidies, the FBI, the FCC, the FDA, FEMA, fire departments, Ask them about food stamps. Ask them about garbage collection. Ask them about health care, public housing, IRS, public landfills, public libraries, 
Medicare, Medicaid, the military, state and national park monuments, public museums, Nassau, the National Weather Service, NPR, public parks, PBS, the Peace Corps, ask them about police departments, prisons and jails, public schools, secret service, sewer systems, snow removal, social security, street lighting, the Department of Transportation, highways, roads, and bridges, United States Post Office, vaccines, veterans' health care, welfare, the White House, the WIC programs, state zoos. These are 60. I repeat, 60 socialist programs that we enjoy. And I do mean enjoy so far in this country. And guess what? This country hasn't collapsed. It hasn't failed. You can't compare this country to Venezuela. Those are the fear mongers. Those are the scare tactics. Those are the people who are hoping that you won't get your head around anything and you won't make sure that it's clear to every American that socialism is not this thing. Louis Farrakhan is not a divider. He doesn't preach hatred. But this is what they this is how they've painted him. This is what they have said about him. <clears throat> and with the media and most of the American it is stuck. Now they've got progressives afraid to bring up his voice, to bring him anywhere. This is what Louis Farrakhan has to say. The white race is an inferior race, and the black race is a superior race. Um, I'd like for you to respond to those, uh, those claims. Thank you, um, Rock. To Mr. Botok and to the uh, Poverty Law Center and to white and black people alike. First, hate is always manifested, not just with words, but with deeds. And if he and they, out of their hatred for us, 
have made books that they put in schools saying that the nation of Islam is a hate group. They have made films, and they put it before police departments that we are a hate group. They are the purveyors of hate against the nation of Islam. Now, if they've spent a million dollars a year on security, and yet all of this that they've done to us, yet they can't find one hateful act that any one of us has done to any one of them. So what is it about our doctrine that causes them to classify us as a hate group? Let me tell you simply what it is. Now, they say that we teach that white is inferior and black is superior. I don't know in what context you are speaking because we as black people are in a very inferior position, not only in America, but in the Caribbean, in Central and South America, and in Africa. We once were in a superior position. But since two things can't occupy the same space at the same time, they are the ruling people of this time. So that's a lie or a misstatement of fact. But here's what we teach. And white folk teach it too. Uh, let's see. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, two white people cannot produce yellow, much less brown or black. But the black man in us and from us came every species of human being that is on our planet. That is not hate or racism. That is an absolute fact. Now, some white anthropologists, one of the main ones was Dr. Leakey. He was looking for the origin of man. And he didn't, he may have passed through Europe, but he didn't stay there. He went to Africa, and he found the bones of a man 750,000 years of age, and they called him Zinj Anthropus. Zinj meaning black, Anthropus meaning man, and Zinj Anthropus had a father. So they kept on searching, and they found bones of black people a million and a half, two million, three million years. We are considered in the Bible the ancient of days. You cannot find our origin in the earth or in the sun. You find it with God. Now, having said that, does that mean we are superior? In the genetic sense, absolutely. If you keep bothering us, black folk shoot not AK-47s, 
they shoot something that if we mix with you, you are gone. We stay. So genetically, you are inferior. That's not your mentality. That's not your creativity. That's your genetic makeup. We can wipe you off the earth just cohabiting with you. And that's why your population is going down. Now, we didn't do that. You're the one that's promoting intermarriage now. Yes, there was a time when you would kill a black man for looking under a white woman's dress that was hanging on a clothesline. Now that's hate. We don't do that. We are telling the truth. You came from us. You are the Adam of the Bible, and we are the us that made man in our image and after our likeness. And we are the us that gave you time on our planet for you to live your life for six thousand years and we would not interfere with your rule until the coming of God. God is present now and the truth is present now. So we are your alpha and we are your omega. We, you began from us and you will end with us. That's real. That's not hate. That's your scripture. Now let's go to real. No, no, I got to finish this, Rob. I'm I'm just getting warmed up here. (laughs) Believe me, see, once you open Pandora's box, you can't take what's coming out of it. See, but you opened it. Now, isn't it true that in the Talmudic, the Babylonian Talmud, this is Jewish literature, that it was a Jewish rabbi that introduced the thought that black people are the children of Ham and are doomed, as scriptures say, to be hewers of wood and drawers of water, that we are not black uh, out of uh, this creation of God. We are cursed black. Wrong. But you put that out. Is that love or is that Hey, how many uh, Muslims have segregated you? You down in Alabama, Mr. Potok. And in Alabama, who was it that put up white and black drinking fountains? Who put up white and black uh, hotel, motel? See, you are the author of that, and that speaks to your hatred of us. We didn't do that to you. You all did that to us. Right now, in the movie, there's a history of the great ball player, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Look at what that man had to suffer to bring and open the door to black and brown and yellow to become a part of baseball. Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time.
Saturday, 10 p.m. Join us live and live it on All Our Common Ground. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Our Common Ground, where friends come to meet comrades. I'm Janice Graham. You're listening to the Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network. Now back to Alpha. Uh, yes. Not just our common ground Saturdays at 10 o'clock Eastern, but I declare the real raw and right now of India declare Friday night at 10 o'clock Eastern. The previous clip of Louis Farrakhan, he's absolutely right. It's not us who promote hate. It's not the Muslims who promote hate. It's the white man that promotes hate. And at every turn, you can always point out where the hate is coming from. I was wondering about our yesterdays and digging through the rubble. And to say the least, somebody went to a hell of a lot of trouble to make sure that when we looked things up, we wouldn't fare too well. And we would come up with totally unreliable pictures of ourselves. But I compiled what few facts I could, I mean, such as they are, to see if we could find out a little bit of something. And this is what I got so far. First, white folks discovered Africa. They claimed it fair and square. Cecil Rose couldn't have been robbing nobody because hell, there wasn't nobody there. The white folks brought all the civilization because there wasn't none around. How could the folks be civilized when wasn't nobody writing nothing down? And just to prove all of their suspicions, well, didn't take too long. They found out that there were whole tribes of people in plain sight running around with no clothes on. That's right. The men, the women, the young and the old righteous folks covered their eyes. And no time was spent considering the environment. Hell no, this just wasn't civilized. And another piece of information they had, or at least this is what we were taught, is that unlike the civilized people of Europe, these tribal units actually fought. And yes, there were some crude implements, and yes, there was primitive art, and yes, they were masters of hunting and fishing, and courtesy came from the heart. And yes, there was love and medicine, religion, intertribal communication by drum, but no paper, no pencils, no other utensils. And hell, these folks never even heard of a gun. And this is why the colonies came, to stabilize the land. Because the dark continent had copper and gold, and the discoverers had themselves a plan. They would discover all the places with promise. You didn't need no titles and deeds. Then they would appoint people to make everything legal, to sanction the trickery and greed. And back in the jungle, when the natives got restless, they would call it guerrilla attack. And they would never describe that the folks finally got wise and decided that they would fight back. And still, we are victims of word games. Semantics is always a bitch. Places once referred to as underdeveloped are now called mineral rich. And the game goes on eternally. Unity kept just beyond reach. Egypt and Libya used to be in Africa. They've now been moved to the Middle East. There are examples galore, I assure you. But if interpreting were left up to me, 
I'd be sure every time folks knew this version wasn't mine, which is why it is called his story. Daddy, he said, maybe one of my boys will catch me in the act of excellence. I want to share two things with you. Aristotle said, you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. Don't ever forget that. I know you're tough, but always remember to be kind. Always. Don't ever forget that. Never embarrass mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. If daddy ain't happy, don't nobody care. But, you know, I tell you. Next lesson. Lesson from a cook over there in the galley. Son, make sure your servant's towel is bigger than your ego. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Y'all might have a relative in mind you want to send that to. Let me say it again. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Pride is the burden of a foolish person. John Wooden coached basketball at UCLA for a There you go. That's Rick Rigsby, <laughs> motivational speaker. And that was his uh, speech at his graduation from uh, a Texas university. Ego is the anesthetic that deadens the pain of stupidity. And he can't say that enough because that's the truth. That is where we are. 516-666-9516 is the number where you can reach me. If you want to reach me, don't be afraid. You know who I can't find or I can't get to call back in? Is Mr. 612. He was too chicken shit to leave his name. And um, all he had was semantics. Oh, and he was talking about the violence at these protests, where 93% are peaceful protests. And those are just the numbers, and those are just the facts. Burned out buildings. Not that they don't matter. Stop killing black people. Now, renegade police force. Getting rid of qualified immunity by police department will go a long way to doing that. If you agree, fine. If you don't agree, 516-666-9516. Tell me about the police department and how they risk their lives every day. Hell, they're not even the among the top ten most dangerous jobs. So tell me about a police department that has basically eaten itself. Tell me about the good cops who stand around while bad cops do bad things and give them bad names. Tell me about it. 
or tell me about B-movies. I enjoyed Gil Scott Heron's B-movies. But that, too, was a little bit too much to bear. You can only take so much. is the reward for information leading up to who shot two police officers in their patrol car. Right? Hell no. Hell no, it's not right. Whether they catch him or not, at this point, I can actually say, good luck with that. And you got to have a far bigger reward than $175,000. Take it for what it's worth. Take it for what it's worth. You know, since I've come back on the air, I've gone down all of these audio clips that I have. And most of them are you can apply them right now. People, I am a traitor. Mm. Thank you. Okay. See? <laughs> you see, you can apply them right now. Donald Trump, three years ago, declaring himself a traitor. And it goes on and on. Too many. Hmm. Too many of us. There there are topics, there are names on some of these clips that I don't know what it says. And I want to click on it to find out, but I don't want to waste your time. So I continue to scroll down. Policing America. Right now, there are two huge police scandals rocking two of America's big cities, making headlines. Today, a huge high-profile indictment. Three New York City Police Department commanders were arrested on federal corruption charges stemming from investigations into two area businessmen who have raised money for New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio case involves a bribery scheme where gifts were made to police by businessmen. As a result of those gifts to police, the men got perks like being driven around town in cop cars with lights and sirens. 
or as U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, Preet Bharara, told the New York Times, they got, in effect, a private police force for themselves and their friends. Effectively, they got cops on call. Bahara noted today the case doesn't have anything to do with the mayor himself. Now, meanwhile, on the West Coast, the Oakland Police Department is on its third police chief in just nine days and will now operate under civilian control after a massive sexual misconduct scandal involving an underage sex worker who blew the whistle on an entire ring of corrupt cops in the department. The department is also reeling from an investigation over an exchange of racist text messages between officers. These police corruption cases are happening against the backdrop of a national conversation about policing and crime and the continued trend in our courts over the several, last several decades that gives police wider and wider latitude to make decisions and to oversee their own conduct. Today, the Supreme Court made just such a ruling, essentially expanding the conditions under which improper searches by police can still yield evidence that could be admitted into court. The Supreme Court's five-justice majority opinion earned a stinging rebuke in the form of dissent from Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who wrote the court's decision implies that you are not a citizen of a democracy, but the subject of a carceral state just waiting to be cataloged. What Sotomayor is pointing to is a profound crisis in our country about how we democratically oversee police, policing, and criminal justice. It also happens to be the topic of a new book that I am writing. It will be published. That's three years ago. Three years ago. And tell me that isn't so profound today. Tell me that you can't apply that very logic to today's police. It's a time for reform. It's a time to weed out the right-wing militias and the Klansmen who have infiltrated the police departments. It's time to say enough is enough. Five nine one five nine one five one six 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 six. 9516 is the number where you can reach me here. Um, I don't think anybody has anything to say. I don't understand that. I just, I just find that just, just a little bit. Matter of fact, I'll go as far as to say it's other ways inconceivable. 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 You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. That's right, inconceivable. Take it for what it is. Take it for what it does. And that's where we are. You can't fix stupid. You really can't. I can give it 
all of the dressing ups. I can put a suit on it as many times as you want, but that will never make it right. That will never make it at all. Throughout today's news, Bill Barr, <laughs> other than slavery, coronavirus virus, lockdowns are worse intrusion on civil liberties in history. Other than slavery and coronaviruses, lockdowns are the worst intrusion on civil liberties. That is the Supreme, that is the Attorney General. Bill Barr wanted to arrest a city's mayor for trying to keep police and protesters apart. You see, they want the unrest. They want the civil unrest. I want to see how this man is going to declare martial law to nullify this election. I put nothing past him. He is a criminal, and he'll do what criminals do. That's why I say they should be at the courthouses now, making sure every ballot that is in a post office is delivered and counted because Trump has gone out of his way to sabotage the mail. And he's engaged in voter suppression. You can't make this up. Oh, and that stooge, um, New Gingrich is in the news. He couldn't have his say on Fox News. So he's crying and whining. Rachel Maddow, she's still on the case. He's playing, she's playing journalist. As she should. You know, I fear, I fear that um, we are going to be very disappointed with Joe Biden, but not like we would be disappointed with Donald Trump. They're saying that Pennsylvania may be the most important swing state 
this year? I don't think so. I think after the Democrats win Florida, Pennsylvania will be in everybody's rearview mirror. Michael Caputo announces he's taking a leave of absence until after the election. This damn has gotten hot in here. <laughs> and I don't I really couldn't tell you. I don't I don't know what's going on outside or what the temperature is out there. All I know is um getting warm at my kitchen table. And that's where I find myself at my kitchen table. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank Janice. And Janice, you, your call dropped, and it has to be your phone because I touch nothing. So it couldn't be me. I had nothing to do with it. ha, <laughs> It's, um, that's a no. My youngest son is 50, okay? <laughs> but I allow my son to play high school or college football or play in a band in the pandemic. Hell no. Hell no. People, if you don't understand, Donald Trump is trying to kill your children now. He's killed 200,000 of you. He's killing more than 1,200 a day. All the while telling you we're rounding the curve. We're rounding the curve. We're rounding the curve. He's said that for the last week or so. And nothing could be further from the truth. He's lied to the American people with impunity. You're right. The Russian media is rooting for civil war in America. The worse, the better. That's what they're looking for. And, I mean, that's where we are. That's who we are. Five one six 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 nine five one six. We're all of the good, the good people. Frankly, the people who give my CEO the willies, what they call, because she claims I let them talk too long. I don't, um, I don't pretend to 
Daddy, he said, maybe one of my boys will catch me in the act of excellence. I want to share two things with you. Aristotle said, you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. Yeah. That's right. Let me take this break.
and that's who we are. And that's why it's almost the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. Time is a no return. It's almost a time when we won't be able to recover because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot continue down this road because this road is headed for the ultimate dead end. Everybody thinks we're wrong. Mother, who are they to judge us? Mother, mother, simply call us sweet where I have home. 